Well, hello and good morning to you guys. This is Beyond the Notion with me, Chloe Ferguson, and I have a lovely guest today. Uh, please welcome Keisha Levine. Hello, Keisha. Good morning. Um, we have briefly spoken and I've just said to Keisha that I spent uh, quite a portion of time before we had this interview listening to The Captain, which is the song we will discuss today. It's Keisha's, can I say it's your favourite song you've written? Yeah, I think so. Definitely what it means um, in terms of, you know, the band and, and where I was as well as well in my writing. Definitely probably the favourite so far. And when was this song released? It was released uh, 2019. Oh, wow. So it's it, nice it and recent. Quite, it, was, um, it was quite early as well. We, we only just really got together as a band. It was it was kind of a quick thing. It was kind of a turnaround within like a couple of months of trying to get a song out there. Um, wow. And it was kind of our favourite. So that's why we chose the captain. The um the lyrics, we'll get more into this as we talk, but I just got to say the lyrics. I listened to it before bed last night and I thought, this is a really pleasant song. But today there was uh, the lyric. I should have really uh, got the lyrics down in front of me, but I love the whole concept of um, the whole the, the captain thing. I think it's really, really nice with what you're saying in the song. And you can explain that in a bit, but I just got to say really well done on the lyrics. You've nailed it. It's oh, awesome. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate that. And I guess I'll go straight in with the question, which you guys will know is my first one, which is, why is it your favourite song that you've written? I think when we were starting out quite early in the band, um, we kind of really didn't have um, a kind of a path, a, like an influence of what, kind of what band we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And the songs tended to just to be all over the place so sometimes we'd write a song that was we actually wrote like a reggae song at once it was crazy we had like a reggae song and then we had like a rock song and then it was something like a little bit more bluesy we were just kind of all over the place um and we kind of enjoyed the songs that we were writing but i think we just had to find some sort of like niche and And I think the captain was probably the first one where I myself definitely, and I, and I think the other guys as well in the band mm-hmm. thought, yeah, this is kind of the sound that we kind of want to go with. Um, and it just meant it just meant a lot that I'd I'd spent most of you know my youth I've been writing like most of us since like ten eleven, um, just writing by myself so writing the lyrics writing the melody writing the music um and this time actually gav um our guitarist he he wrote the music he wrote the me- and and a lot of the melody mm-hmm. um so that was it was quite good for me to think oh all i've got to concentrate on is the lyrics yeah. and i think it kind of showed as well in the lyrics that they kind of didn't feel rushed yeah um because obviously that was like the only only bit that i had to do and so i think for myself i, I could probably speak for the guys as well that it, it is probably what their favorite as well that's fair to say it's uh it's, it's very it's, it's very kind of um complete i think in all of it as well the production is great as well i don't know how you guys did that but it's it's just there there's so many um things about it that makes it like it's really catchy as well isn't it it's kind of a stick in your head straight after and um but it's interesting that you said 
like we didn't know really what we were sort of genre wise I like that and do you think this really kind of solidified your genre now are you just still doing different genres in the band um I think more so now we've kind of found yeah. what we wanted to do it's I, I still can't put a, a genre on it and I think a lot of people when they listen to us as a band like we, we've done a few um like live radio shows um mm. with, with you and I uh we've done a couple with them uh they absolutely great guys um and they saw a slight difference because uh our very first time as a band we played on their show mm-hmm. and it was roughly i'd probably say like six to eight months later we played again yeah. and there was a massive difference in um, like that first one we were like all over all over the shop in like yeah. there was a reggae song there was a heavy rock song yeah. and i think the second time around there was more of a it, obviously the songs weren't the same but you could yeah. tell that they were by one band and mm-hmm. I think that was what I was trying to reiterate with the guys in the band was that we don't have to sound the same every song yeah but we've kind of got to have a sound yeah. so it, it sounds like it's coming from the you know the same band mm-hmm. um I know it was quite weird that when we brought this song out and you know we were me and you were talking about influences um and we kind of never had um an influence and i find it so difficult because when you're in a band there's four of us Uh and all of us got different tastes in music Mm -hmm. so i love country music i love rock music i love 80s music i'm i'm all over the place so i'm not surprised the band is but and that that goes for everyone in the else in, in in my band. There's not one of us that just loves one thing. So then, when you come together, you're like, "What do we want to write? What what path do we want to take?" Um, but I think we're slowly getting there. Yeah. You know, it's been obviously it's been a long time since we've got in a practice room. You know, because even... of the palaver, <laughs> yeah. Because of the kerfuffle, of the pal- yeah. And uh, it was it obviously made it quite hard for us as well that the studio, um, us, where we recorded the song Red Rock in Pengam, um, with um, with Lyndon, which I've worked with for fourteen years. Wow. So long, long time. And, and my my dad was in a band, and my dad worked with him before that. Mm-hmm. So it was. he's kind of been around you know my family and friends for a long time um we practice in the studio as as well as as recording the studio um but during as you quite politely put it the palaver um (laughs) we 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 couldn't get in the studio the studio wasn't big enough to fit four people um which is is you know it, it is sad because we were on we were on such a roll Mm. we were kind of finding our path we were oh. we were just about to bring out an ep and it just you know it's not just us everyone's in the same boat but it is still you know it, it hurts um and it, it does suck it does i think suck. it's worse for those bands like that who were on a roll like there are people i've spoke to on these interviews who say no it's been great i've just you know i i, I sort of found myself musically through 
this time. Mm. But then you've got the people who, I mean, I'd, I'd say, to be honest, uh, Branches and Sequels, the band that I, I'm in, it's we really only got the ball rolling in 2019 uh, and the start of 2020 even in January like you said before January is quite a slow time for gigs but we had wow we had so many gigs from January to March and it's so you you put it right it's you, you sort of it's like you get your foot on the doorstep to be told it's snow and you can't go outside and I think um, this was actually, I was going to ask you this as the last question, but I'm glad you're bringing it up because it's a nice little um, change of order. But I ask all my guests about how they're staying motivated. So maybe you can tell us that at the end, because uh, I'd love to know what you're doing. Yeah. You're obviously still doing music and um, you were quite, uh, you did so many things last, you know, those live streams, like so much happened for all of us. We, me and Keisha were saying before this, you know, th- there was the, the first, lockdown it was kind of you know it was a it was a blessing we we had time to do stuff it was we could magnify what we were doing with each like musically to each other and the yeah. networking was fierce and so much love and support and yeah there's live streams now but I think we're just a bit come on this needs to be over now like we want to go to the moon we want to go to yeah uh, porters you know we want to go to these places and um so yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, but I will ask you that at the end so that we can encourage the listeners about yeah. how they can stay motivated in this palaver. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got to ask, I'm going to go back to the captain because I just love the lyrics and I have to ask, are you okay with talking about the narrative of the yeah, captain? Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So go for it. Tell us everything. I think when I oh, you said Gav wrote the melody and everything um, and I was so we recorded it on our phones um well we were in the practice studio and i took it home and i just listened to it constantly and i was like what feeling do i get you and there's the lyrics the to do with the captain and the vessels um i heard it on a song years ago mm. and i i remember it it just like stuck in my head and i was like i've got to incorporate that into a song at some point wow. and, and i think that's kind of what we all do with some of our songs we kind of hear something and go, I really like that. And you kind of pinch it and mm-hmm. you, you put it in, in a different way and stuff. Yeah. And I just really loved, it was just so beautiful. Well, obviously with the captain, the ship, the vessels in the heart. And yeah. I just thought, oh, that's, you know, that's really beautiful. Um, and when I heard the chorus and I thought, oh, that's, I think, you know, those lyrics will work with the chorus that we were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously when I was thinking, you know, about the song i wanted it to be a kind of a love song mm-hmm. but i didn't want it to be a typical love song yeah. i think when you listen listen to the lyrics and you know and and you know even if you you just read them mm-hmm. it's kind of you know we're all human we make mistakes mm-hmm. and i think just because you hurt someone doesn't mean you don't love them and yeah. i think too many times we go you know, this person, yes, you know, he, she did that, um, you know, that's it. Well, you know, we're not together anymore or something like that. And I just, and I just felt that it needed to be said a little bit more because I think there's always, it's always kind of, you got that song where, um, you know, I just music these days where it's just kind of all about either like sex or hate. Mm-hmm. Or then you've got your really like old fashioned love songs. Yeah. And I think because of my influence in country music, mm-hmm. 
and what I listen to, I listen to that probably more than anything, is that the songs are real. Yeah. I feel that they're real stories. And I yeah. think sometimes in pop music, how much, you know, I'm not a great lover of, of modern pop music, but I still listen to it and I love some, you know, I yeah. the, the likes of like Little Mix. Yeah. I love them. You know, the harmonies are great. The shows are great. Yeah. Um, but I some I just feel sometimes in the songwriting side of pop music these days, is that it doesn't feel real sometimes, and I think that's why that's I just fell in. You know, that's why I fell in love <laughs> with country music. I think you know, especially at an early early age, I grew up listening to the likes of um, Leanne Ryan, Shania Twain, and then obviously yes. when I got a little bit older, and you look into different artists, and you know, I started loving the likes of Miranda Lambert and Brothers Osborne and. And, and bands and singers and stuff like that that wrote real stories. Um, and I kind of wanted to incorporate that into the lyrics. And I think, obviously, with me growing up, I always wrote the music and, and the melody and the, and the lyrics. And sometimes it just sometimes it just gets a little bit too much. You, you don't focus on so much. You kind of think, right, that's good enough. Just go on to the, this next part. Oh, that's good enough. And I think with Gav being able to, you know, take over in that side and just let me focus on, on the lyrics. Yeah. It really focused on it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was, uh, this story. I I so love that thing you said at the start about, uh, we do, um, it's such an honest thing to admit that we sometimes do come across maybe slogans or even scripts or things in the paper and think, oh my goodness, it's so not plagiarism, but I'm, I'm going to take that and I'm going to use it because it, that's the thing that stood out to me for your, with your song. I, uh, tell me the, lyric, the, the main, the recurring lyric of the chorus again. I just can't remember oh, what it was. Um, can I be the captain of so the vessels in your heart? Oh my goodness. It's such a strong, to me, that's very, very strong. I absolutely love that. Cause you're, it's, uh, I should have better terminology, but that metaphor and in such a strong, uh, way that you put it, it, it's, it's really, really nice. And I think, do you remember where you heard the little, um, captain analogy? Do you remember where you heard it? Was it like something on TV or? It was, um, I think I was just, you know, looking for songs on like probably youtube and stuff like that um and i just for the life of me i can't i you know i can't remember the band um yeah. something like echo tape or something yes echo tape echo tape um see you i think see you soon or something it's called i think it's really um, conf- it's good that you actually have um mentioned that first off with this you, you know you said um it was something that I heard and I basically thought I need, I want to use that. And I think that's something really, what's the word? You're not being a coward, like a creative no, coward in that no. you're, cause it's honestly, there are little things. My friend uh, who is a songwriter, she posted on a lot of group chat the other day and she said, guys, there's something, she, she wrote a song and she, literally one word, there's like three words that were the same as another song, but she's like, can I do that? And it was, it's like, it goes to show that people are, uh, it's good that people kind of um, paraphrase, but I think in this, in this case, you're like, no, straight up. I think that was, and that's now become 
uh, like the main thing of your song is this awesome title. And it is very striking. When you sent it to me days ago, I thought, huh, the captain, what's this about? It's probably metaphorical, yeah. but is she singing about, you know, is case you got something about ships or is it about the Welsh seas? <laughs> what's going to happen? But now I listened to it. I was doing my makeup this morning. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, the vessels, is it the vessels of your heart or the vessels of my heart? Uh, your heart your heart it's such a strong I really really like that um and as you say it, your bandmate uh, is it Gavin did you say Gavin yeah um I like also that that's a good thing for the listeners to listen to as well if you're having trouble sort of with with the band and writing sometimes I found that was the way that I did it better when I've been in bands in the past is to say, do you know what? You you take care of the harmony and the chords. Obviously we can all join in, but it sometimes is better to assign, I think, one person to each job. And not that you probably predetermined that, but you said, you know, this gave me the whole chance to just go straight in, like focus that uh, primary energy that you had on the lyrics. And obviously you could tell you've worked hard at that. And I guess, could you say that you penned the whole song then, like the lyrics you did the whole yeah it was um it actually didn't take too long i think it was about a couple of hours wow Um, amazing i just wow i got i got home from i got home from our rehearsal Mm. um and i had it all recorded and i put it down and i just kept listening to it over and over and over again and like you said i already had this this idea so i kind of had those first two lines of the chorus and i find if you if you've got those two lines in a, in a chorus, yeah. for me, a song then comes really quickly. If I start with um, a couple of lines on the ver- on the first verse, hmm. I'm like, this is going to take me a couple of weeks to, yeah. you know, Because it's, it's a bit vague, song. isn't it? You're not, that's, you're kind of giving yourself the narrative already. And it's yeah. like having that, it's like taking the first step of a run. You're kind of right, that's it now. I've done it. And you're right, the verse, when you think, I've, I've often gone to Starbucks pre-COVID, <laughs> pre-lockdown, yeah. and um, it's like, I'm just thinking, Chloe, come on, you love songwriting, why aren't you doing it? And it's the first verse, I'm thinking, no, I've got to start at A, I have to do that, I have to start the start. But sometimes, no, it's like, often when I've come up with something striking in a verse, it's like, that needs to be the chorus, then base everything else yeah. off that main chorus. And uh, but that's a really nice thing to say. So that captain thing was the first thing that you came up with. And that I guess it kind of wrote itself, I suppose, after that. Absolutely. I think as soon as you've got the hook, mm. and that was the hook, without that sounds a bit, you know, a bit weird, a bit of a pun like Captain Hook. But yeah. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as soon as I as soon as I got that, I was like, right, yes, I kind of know what I want to write about. I always love writing the the kind of um i love you but i've made a mistake mm-hmm. um am i worthy yes i am worthy i want you back it's kind of i think that's i you know talking about like another song that we wrote with a band called summer lovers that's that's kind of the same not, not quite the same narrative but almost that you know they they met in the summer all they wanted to do was be summer lovers um and that's it go separate ways and the other person's like but no we got something and someone else is like yeah but this is too much and i think oh. i'm always that kind of person rather than you know we met each other we fell in love we lived happily ever after uh-huh. that's it's like the very that rare 
Yeah, and it's there's so many things that uh, revolve around. This is so deep what we're talking about, but <laughs> in my opinion, there isn't one. Um, when people say, "What do you think is love?" When I've asked that to people, when I was actually doing a songwriting course back at Uni of South Wales. Uh, I, we just had this conversation. That's the kind of conversations you have. I think as songwriters, I think just one day I said to some uh, people who I know, I said, what would you define? Like, what do you define love as? And every single person said something else. And it's like you said, it's not always going to be like that. We always, I think we're programmed to think that as humans, like you meet someone and you fall in love, you get married, but oh my goodness, imagine how many songs there wouldn't be if it was like that. And you've got to talk about, I think there's so much, uh, I love the, it sounds crazy, but I kind of love the chaos of what people go through because it's not straightforward when it comes to love and relationship friendships. It's not. There's, and what's lovely is you've written about something which a lot of people, um, I love songs which mention stuff that people go through, but there's not many songs about it. And because people do want to sing, like you said, I, I never thought about it like that, but these pop singers now, it's great. I love a good, uh, I love listening to Katy Perry, you know, just when I'm in a good mood and I'm walking down the street and it's like, yeah, the production's mint, but um, you're right. It's not, it's not raw. And those country songs, yeah. you, you're into country. I didn't know that actually. Yeah. That's interesting, but yeah, um, they are more real. And that's, I think at the end of the day, that's what in such a corrupt time as well, all we want is to be real, isn't it? And yeah. It's um, it's a good point that sort of talking about everything, but the way it's meant to be, and um, just yeah, getting caught up in the, the creative chaos of. I think as well when you've got when you're a songwriter, obviously you know, and you're an artist. At the end of the day, you are writing a song for other people to listen to, yeah. not for yourself to listen to. True. You know, like I've probably listened to Captain probably about ten times since mm-hmm. we've released it. Um, and that was, I've listened to it twice now when you asked me for the lyrics yeah. uh, and I was like, are the lyrics I've got the actual ones I recorded? True. So that's why I listened to it a couple of times, but at the end of the day, you are writing a song for other people to listen to. Mm-hmm. So those people, the audience then, um, and your fans and, and whatever, they've got to be able to relate to a song. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if yeah. you were just writing songs, like you know, I fell in love, I lived happy ever after, yeah. then most of your viewers, prob- I would probably go as far as saying 99% mm-hmm. of your viewer, you know, your viewers and your, your listeners are going to go... Yeah, it's like, shut off. Yeah, just no connection. Go, yeah, that's that's not real. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of goes, oh, well, they fell in love and I didn't. And, and you, yeah. even though you're writing a deep song, you still... You still, you know, you don't want to make your listeners sad. You know, you kind Definitely. of, yeah. you kind of got to, you got to get that balance between writing a, a you know, a, um, an honest story. Because I, I think a lot of my song songwriting, I always think of them as stories. So, that's brilliant. Yeah. Just full on narrative. That's, um, that's brilliant though. Because I suppose yeah. in one respect, you've got the listener's attention because it's like, oh, this has happened. And then there's maybe like an event and then this is how we wrap it up. And um, yeah. I really like that, how you write. Do you think that's coming from the country influence? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think that obviously that's one thing I love when I listen to country music, not only the production, because the productions of of country music is for me is, is awesome, mm. but also the stories. You, you know, you, you start at the beginning and, you know, and they go through a lot of things and they they tell you 
you could in a country music in a three minute country music song you've mm-hmm. you've got a full story um and you're able to if someone says what's that song about you can you could reel it off um and that's like it's not only the songs i like to listen to um you know like everyone we've all got our different you know tastes and and some and sometimes when you're in a different mood you just sometimes you just want to shut off and you don't want to delve into a story you kind of just want to listen to the production or get motivated um but nine times out of ten i I do like uh, have a you know a good old listen to to a story um and that's what i try to write in my story sometimes I, i can get too deep and i'm like just reel it back a little bit yeah um but um but yeah that's that's how i like to write Uh, everyone's different but i think that's yeah that's mainly me there's a lot of like amazing content in that that's the reason why i've done these podcasts is because i'm i'm terribly can't really say curious I'm very um what's the word I want to know what's going on especially when somebody sends me a song like as soon as you sent me that I listened to it last night and I was like this is definitely some sort of a not heartbreak but this is definitely oh like I want to know what's going on here you know and um yeah it's great you've you've sort of given us a lot of tips I think and um I'll ask you now actually just while because we were talking about the whole corona thing and I'm sorry to hear that you guys were really sort of going on a roll I know yeah. we've already spoke about that but it does suck it just it's just horrible to hear that oh yeah you know but um I was going to ask what are you doing at the moment to keep yourself sort of if you are motivated, I don't, are you motivated yeah. at the moment? Um, I think I am now. I, 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 for about two months, three months before Christmas, yeah. um, it, it kind of coincided when I, you know, I stopped doing the live in lockdowns and, and, mm. and I thought because we were, we were kind of coming out of the lockdown and mm-hmm. we kind of saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I thought, yes, great. And we had some sort of normality back. Um, and I, and I, and I think soon as then it was kind of no, actually we're going back into another lockdown. You don't get any freedom and and whatever else. That's when I hit probably my all time low for like songwriting so music. Is that kind of the recent lockdown then? Um, yeah, it's just the, you know the, the one, one that happened. Before, yeah, just for Christmas, kind of. Oh the, gosh. Um, the kind of the one where the Christmas isn't coming one. Uh, the, yeah christmas isn't happening before. yeah <laughs> uh, and obviously because we were in obviously everyone was in different lockdowns like here yeah. obviously because obviously i'm in philly borough yeah. we've been in a lockdown for months oh gosh you know we because we had the local lockdowns then we had the national lockdowns and mm. um so I you kind guys of, suffered so much. I don't know why this is a different subject, but Philkide Philly is always the one you guys are going to be the first ones to be in the tier four. I don't know why. I don't know. You know, it's not, I thought yeah. Cardiff because Cardiff's the yeah. one, you know, it's a city that's so packed, but that must suck to be. I didn't realize I, in my head, all these people are in and around Cardiff, but I suppose Kyde Philly have been there uh, a few times to do with the job that I was doing that. It isn't that far, but that must be, Wow, you, so you guys have been basically locked down for well, it's been nearly two months since Christmas, isn't it? Ish. Yeah. Um, I think we December, uh, no, November. Oh my goodness! No, that's too. That's that's a long time. 
like if you think about it so you said you had this sort of crash before Christmas and it was you said it was the kind of the lowest point I guess yeah. probably um, had an effect on your creativity as well didn't it maybe absolutely. um I didn't sing I didn't pick up a guitar I didn't play any piano sad I didn't um, record any demos I, I just <gasps> literally went like a different person yeah like it's the COVID, this is what I said to my friend. I think I posted it somewhere. It's like COVID takes lives, but it, if it doesn't take lives, what it does, it takes the zeal and just that zest that the creatives, so many people actually, every industry are suffering, you know, come on, bar Absolutely. owners, everyone, wildlife people, there's centers, there's, you know, um, everything. But for us guys, we literally have had to turn and they say, oh, just make, good things out of it but if you know if you thrive off that stuff like you've done so many live things remember last year and you know probably the year before as well you've done so many things and I'm just feel really bad yeah I didn't realize you were in such a restricted area actually I know we all are at the moment but that's really horrible yeah and it was and it did it you know it probably really sucked to to think that the thing that I love the most I just didn't want to do I just, oh. I didn't, you know, I, I probably didn't even sing in the shower. Oh my God. <laughs> um, That's yeah. when you know it's extreme, I think. <laughs> yeah. I did not sing in the shower. And I just, you know, I probably had a little sing in the car maybe, but I just, comp- I just lost, really lost the, yeah, the motivation, I think. Um, the, the, it's like a hunger, I think, that we had for so long, even when we, mm. as, as a lot were doing those streams, you know, you have this hunger of, you know, who wants to come in tonight and listen to some music and who can I listen to today? Who's going to, you know, get me you know, in the sun with your iced tea. But um, it's, I'm really, it sounds so bad to say this in the midst of, you know, what's been a bit of a creative misery for you, but I'm glad that you're saying this because so many of my guests have really, um, what's the word? They've kind of fed off having the time to do things and not to gig, but, and that's not me being disrespectful, but to me, this is, I can relate just you're the first person out of maybe seven or eight where I can actually think, oh my goodness, you get like, we're the same. That's exactly, I don't think even I was singing in the shower and I thought, my goodness, I'm making my coffee and I'm, I'm, do you know what I did? I think I went on, I think I was just, I was like, I'm going to read some articles on the news and I'm going to watch some Netflix. And then I, so where are you now then? Are you kind of, are you still in that loop or? Oh no, I think, I think after Christmas, um, I, I, Got some new gear, right? Got some new um, studio stuff. Um, I bought myself um, some new stuff <laughs> just nice. to cheer myself up, oh, as you yeah. do. I uh, bought myself a new guitar. Ooh, um, just, lovely. you know, just things to think. Yes, I've got a new, you know, I got a new guitar coming. So I'm like, yes, I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to write songs. What's my first song going to be on this new guitar? And, um, and obviously when you, I, you know, I got some new studio stuff. So I was like, right. Yeah, it's cool. Let's write some songs. So it was kind of, it, it was the kick. It was the kick that I needed yeah. to start. Um, and I, I don't, to be honest, I don't really get, get off my Mac. I don't, I, I just spend most of my time on logic, writing songs and recording. That's amazing. I, I love that. So you kind of through well basically through sort of I'm going to get a new guitar I'm going to do a few new things I'm going to treat myself to some new 
uh, equipment and gear. Yeah. I like that though. It's kind of, I suppose it's like when you've had a breakup or something, you've had like an argument with a friend. Yeah. It's I'm going to go to wherever I'm going to H and M. That was, that was my thing. If I had a bad day at work years ago, I'd Chloe have the weekend off, go to H and M, go and get a McDonald's, go and get a star. Don't know yeah. if I can advertise this guy. Sorry. Copyright. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but ter- yeah. like th- Three and one terrible, but, yeah. uh, and also big up on the, the logic because that was, I was thinking today, like, what have I been doing to stay creative? And you, you did say logic, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, I was thinking, what do I do if I'm, when I've not been doing these interviews, which have kept me really busy, but it, I'm the same. I have, like, I have something to eat in the morning and then I'll let you sit there. And even if it's hard to construct a song, I'll think, right, get an Aiden, get, get Aiden drummer, you know, put a drum track down, um, yeah. get your piano, get some vocals going. It's, it's a nice little thing to do. And it's, it's nice to hear that you, you said, you know, I basically spend most of my time sat down because, to me that's just you're actively creating and you're actively not forcing yourself because to me it sounds like you're very Mm -hmm. very you it's like a hobby to you it's not just something I do a bit of music to you I think this is your thing like you're so your time is so consumed and I love that yeah and I think that's obviously why I created you know live in lockdown back last year Mm. um was that it's it's my you know music is my life so if these venues start going, if if people start leaving these venues and and the venues start shutting down, mm-hmm. then not just me, but thousands of people mm-hmm. are gonna lose their jobs. Yeah. So I thought when I started live in lot, you know, I did a lot of the COVID uh, stuff as well with yeah. um with the guys over there, and that's what inspired me mm-hmm. to set up something. You know, we all fundraised for the NHS and stuff like that. But there was no one fundraising for these venues, yeah. especially, you know, I tried to stay as local as, as possible um, because they would be the ones that I would be playing, my friends would be playing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I we need to do something for these venues. And it is yeah. so sad to see that even people now are like, oh, yes, we've, you know, we've left the, the venue that we, you know, that we run or mm. the venue's closing down and, mm. and it's, you know, it's still happening. It's still happening now and it's just and i and i have actually been thinking about it for a while now and uh, what do i do would people be interested in you know another live and lockdown event mm. is there something else where perhaps we don't do it um as as a live stream then all day but we get people to record a live performance and then i put them all together and and put them out stuff um so i think i'm probably going to start doing that and we'll try and wow. Try and find some way to either, you know, fundraise for the artists or the venue or something. Because I, you know, I don't. Sorry to be a bit of a downer, but I don't see live music coming back this year. Well, unfortunately, that's, that's a very, I think, bold statement. But I think it's what we are all thinking, to be honest. Because yeah. you're like, it's, it is. People still say to me, "Oh, come on, it's gonna. Don't be so down. It's gonna happen in May." And I'm like, honestly, we're nearly in March. And do you see? I speak to Jackson Lucet and he was telling me about his uh, shiny vinyl and some of the gigs they had on his um, promotion page. I said, it's, I saw someone who was playing at uh, Sticky Fingers in Birmingham and I thought March. And he was like, no, that's had to be moved. And I thought, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's like a delay. (laughs) It's like an effect. It's like a delay effect. It's just going on. It's, and I like how you said that. That's, kind of a, a very very like you said it, it sounds a bit down but is it not what we're all thinking you know and I, yeah it's, it's realistic as well it um, is and, yeah. I, and I think 
I think when you be realistic, um, you can you can fill your time. If if you just yeah. think, right, I'm just gonna wait until you know April when things are gonna open. Mm. Well, that's very unlikely. So you know, yeah, plan something. Plan Absolutely. a load of live streams. Plan yeah. something. Um, you know, like I said, I, I've, I've, I'm starting back up the the live streams soon. Brilliant. Because uh, yeah. obviously, I, I got some the, the new gear and that, so it sounds a little bit more professional. Um, and I'm gonna start doing that. Um, with a plan that if venues do open, then I can live stream from my house a gig that can go on in venues. Now, and I think that's probably something more realistic. It is, I think, because you're doing um, that thing where you're do your future self a favor and not just for you, but for yeah. all the musicians, because you can say if it weren't for the lockdown this year, this might turn into a proper thing. Like you said, you want to take this to venues when we can open up again. And in a way, you're doing yourself a favor. You're not only really getting stuff done now because you can't you, like you said, we can't just sit here and think, Ah, well, we might as well wait because it's, it's. I suppose it's it's yeah. time go. You know, it everything's so fast, and um, I think I just want to say as well. This we could have done this on a separate episode, but I'll do this while we're talking. You know, live in lockdown. I thought that was amazing. Like, did you, were you the main person who set that up? Yeah. So wow, it's amazing. We um, myself, I'd, I'd done a, a few stuff with um, COVID. Um, yeah. Um. And I was part of that and I live streamed and I, I just started, I, I was like, oh, I should really get smartest together and just mm. create a new page. Yeah. So I didn't expect it to be so stressful. Um, yeah, I can imagine it was, it, it was, was stressful enough for us, but for you, I thought, to be honest, I'll be honest, I didn't even know who was behind it. The first person. So this is like, wow, that yeah. you did, you absolutely know that the response and the amount of people who are viewing those streams and it just kept, yeah. I just remember being out in the sun, listening to you guys and, oh, he's on today. She's on today. I'm going to watch her today. And it's, yeah. but as you said, I mean, come on, I couldn't have thought like, I mean, I was stressed and I only did 20 minutes or something. And I thought, wow. You, and you have to obviously yeah. you're getting people saying stuff and you're getting people, can I do that? Oh no, no, no I've canceled, but can I still do it? And why didn't you have me? Like, why didn't you message back? And oh my goodness. It was, it was really stressful. Like, Oh. Obviously, I got in touch with a lot of artists, and then mm. you had some people having a go at me because I couldn't get them on the show oh, on on the on the stream, yeah. and I was like, "It's fine, I'll do another one," and mm. and you know, you'll be first on there. It's fine, um, and it's I'm I'm one person trying to deal with probably about forty fifty people asking yeah. to come on a show that only lasts so long, um, and I think that's. I think that's probably why I didn't carry on, and I because I wanted oh, to, yeah. I wanted to carry on doing more, but I just thought it just got so stressful oh. because it's not just that one day; it's the getting all the artists, mm -hmm. setting up all the um, all the posters, sharing all the promotion. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. there was a lot, and and you played too as well. I remember you sometimes started off, so you got that to think about. I mean, all of us, yeah. I got terribly nervous and uh just so that i'm really sorry to hear that i didn't realize i think all yeah. of us just kind of lost the vibe for it we all 
I think we all just got a bit, um, maybe it was the stress of everything. I know there was one time I thought, oh my goodness, but I've sang that and people have been telling me like, do play this, don't play that. And I thought for you guys who are sort of helping out and for you who's running it, but I'm really sorry. And I hope that this next one that you do, I hope you'll have a much better reception in terms of, I know you had so much great reception, but I hope they're going to make it easier and no one's going to be just a nightmare. But I mean, come on, you don't need that now, especially at this time. Yeah, I think that's probably why I'll probably um, ask some artist or whatever to uh, record um, a live session and then I will, I'll I'll edit them all together and and we'll post that or something because Mm. it's, people obviously say oh can i go on this time can i go on that time and you try your best to get everyone sorted because yeah. i remember saying look guys i'm setting it up i'm so i'm going to be available from the first um the first slot then to the last slot i watch it all day to make sure everything's running smoothly um so i said i can play so at one point i played i started off because that's usually quite easy because obviously i can come on I can introduce everything, say why we're doing it, and then I'll just play a couple of songs. And then I can go away then and I can watch everyone. Um, but I, I remember we were an hour in on the one uh, and someone said, I'm not very well, I can't do it. Ooh. And I was like, oh, great. Um, anyone swap times? No. Mm. I was like, okay. And then off I went back upstairs into my room, into, oh. into here, right? and I played another half hour. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, it's like you, it's like winging the whole, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think I did. I, I yeah, mm. I, I definitely did. But it, it, it wasn't all bad. I, really I was going to say, I, I thought it was all good, good stuff. Apart from obviously, I did think there was some stress behind it. But yeah. I thought it's one of the best things. It kept people going. It got us, you know, we, we can show that today. And for the fans of those artists, it's we can keep them on their toes, and it's yeah. not all bad. So honestly, kudos to you for just. I know that so many people have told you, but I think it's nice that I can, I can say this to you in front of all the listeners because yeah. they, they'll know who you are because, and and I think it's a good idea, by the way, um, that you do do that. It's why I do these recorded podcasts because yeah. it's too stressful. I could do this live and people would be like, yeah, but it's too much pressure on you to, you know, I, I'd crack up. I I'd, honestly, there's some days on those live streams. I thought, oh my goodness, I've gone past and oh, poor guy. And no one ever said anything, but, oh, oh. but anyway, I am. Um, I've, I've, I'm interviewing someone else shortly, so I better wrap this up. But sorry, Keisha, there's so many things I could talk to you about. We, you're gonna, you can come back in season two. I think I'm gonna do season two about yeah, all the other things uh, that aren't the song. But I love, like, it's been awesome. You're, you're very, uh, I love how raw you are about all these things, and the listeners will love this episode. So thank you so much um, for being on here, and please do speak to me again, and we could talk about. We're gonna talk more about. I won't say yeah about season two but i'll talk to you about it maybe uh, another time yeah great. so uh i'll put the captain i'm gonna play the song after this as well so i'm gonna play the captain by patronus guys it is uh you've probably heard it before but i'm gonna play it anyway so thank you keisha thank you very much <laughs>